Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Welcome to another episode of In That Number. I'm your host, Ray Hunt. This week we'll look back at uh, both games from this previous week. Um, the Carabao Cup tie uh, at the King Power Stadium and Saturday's visit of Manchester United. We'll also give the results of player and goal of the month. But firstly, I'd like to mention a few ways for you to contact us. You can email us on inthatnumberpodcast at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter at numberpodcast. You can find me uh, at RayHunt84, and my co-host is at Moscow Mush. Speaking of which, allow me to bring in my esteemed co-host, the Moscow Mush, Kevin Milverton. Hello, Kev. Dobry vecher. Yeah. How are you? Winters. Yeah. Uh, not bad at all. Yeah, I've been a little, um, a little bit busy with work, a bit of a, a rush bef- before the uh, winter holidays, but yeah, winter's most definitely here. Um, yeah, we've had we've had a nice little. Uh, thin carpet of snow for about a week now but um yeah today's definitely had to do it it's about minus 10 has wow. been over the last few days yeah it's getting a bit warmer now though that sort of it happens in little drips and drabs and you get used to it like minus 10 isn't too bad yeah oh god we won't be able to cope with minus 10 over here the whole country would just collapse yeah. wouldn't it? usually um uh anyway is there any news that you would like to discuss this week um I mean, only today I I, I was, uh, yeah, just in the middle of a lesson and then just uh, stopped to uh, see the, the draw for Euro 2020. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw quite, that also. Quite favourable, don't you think? Yeah. Um, Czech Republic, Bulgaria, Montenegro yeah. and Kosovo in Group A. Mm. It's all right, yeah. Um, one thing I did want to talk to you about quickly is Mark Hughes... You can't go anywhere with without him being in the firing line. It's only a matter of time right before he goes. So I was doing a little bit of digging about who will replace Hughes. Um, and I've got some okay. odds, and I wanted your you know opinions on these. So we've got pa- uh, Paolo Sosa is 11-4 favourite. Okay. 
You got Gary Monk at seven to two, Leo Jardim is at fifteen to two, Sam Allardyce fourteen to one, Brendan Rogers fourteen to one. Um, yeah, any of those tickle your balls? <laughs> um, well, I mean, of the fourteen to one shots, obviously Brendan Rogers is a little bit more exciting uh, than than Sam Allardyce. Um, I know you're um, the biggest fan of both of those managers. Hmm. But Monk, um, but yeah. Jardim and Souza. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, I know Souza's had a little brief uh, patches at uh, QPR or Swansea. I think it was at Leicester as well. I think. Am I getting that right? Was he at Leicester? I think so. Yeah. Um, and so it does look like. I mean, everywhere you go at the moment, it's like when when you're reading articles, it says it seems like Paolo Souza's like, you know, right there. I was reading reading the Daily Mail. The other well, other newspapers are available. Um, I was reading the, the mail and it um. Better newspapers are available. Yeah. <laughs> but you no, know, it did say that he was like primed to take it. It's only going to be a matter of days. But then I know that's only speculation. But you know, you can't get away from it. Yeah. Sure. I mean, what what is the why? why where is all this speculation coming from? What was the connection? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it must be there must be some substance to it. Surely, if national newspapers are getting hold of the story. It can't just be all like local rumours. Um, also, I mean, you've got some outsiders a... there as well. You've got Matt Letiz and Harry Redknapp, a hundred, hundred to one. Oh, you can have Curbs at ninety. Harry Redknapp. <laughs> Curbs is still, still uh, more better odds yeah, he, than, he, than he's Redknapp. Always, yeah, he's always. Yeah, his Redknapp's too busy doing his "I'm a celebrity, get me out of here" thing. Isn't I can't it? see him coming out of the jungle to come to Southampton. Really, I think you'd rather stay in the jungle. <laughs> I think Southampton fans would rather stay he stayed in the jungle as well. Uh, yeah. So yeah, there's lots of names that have been thrown around. And obviously something's gonna happen within the next few weeks, I believe. I want to talk to you about the the game and midweek. Did you watch the Leicester game? I did, yeah. I missed um the very beginning because um, I was at the theatre. Uh, <laughs> but oh. yeah, managed to rush back and find some sort of stream. It was okay. it looked just like someone was live streaming it from their smartphone in the stands but I mean <laughs> wasn't really much to be missed there for most of it no, um, it was a bit of a slow burner wasn't it it was um, yeah well, same as the, especially very slow the previous cup ties have been pretty much exactly the same so yeah we weren't expecting a humdinger but um, uh, the the squad sheet was um, well, definitely a point for discussion I think um, Angus Gunn. Yeah, that's to be expected, isn't it? I mean, he's definitely a mm-hmm. cup keeper. And we were talking um, um, last week about about um, Oberfemi maybe getting a start. He's got his start. Yeah, I mean, I did did say that he wasn't really. I didn't really think about um, the the cup the cup game in terms of that. But um, yeah, you think okay? We well, he started start both, didn't he? Nice so, yeah. then. Well, yeah, I don't know what you saw in in um, in, in in that game that. Um, convinced him that Obafemi is our starting striker. I just think. Oh, okay. I, I assume you're talking about his glaring miss. Oh my god. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, it wasn't even even before that. I mean, that was like what uh, the middle of the second half, wasn't it? That's right. Yeah. Just misses an open net. Christ. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, it's just it, an absolute sitter. It's just nerves, though. I think, isn't it? I think he, he just. The ball come to his feet. He panicked. 
He'll learn. I think he'll get there. I've been, I have to say, though, I have been impressed with him. Especially yeah. against Man United. I think he's... Yeah, he, he he's done well. Okay, glaring miss aside, he's been putting himself about... He's not afraid to get stuck in, you know. I think... Yeah, I think he's done himself well. He's um, got a lot of pace. And yeah. He is a proper unit and he can wrestle the ball. That's what I'm saying. That's what I said last week. We've got, we've got someone different there. Something different to what we... It could be something that we need. I think if he if we can nurture that, give him more yeah. starts and get him a little bit more, you know, experience, then yeah. Hey, I mean, he's making all these these wonderful little spaces for himself, but he's just not running into them, you know. Oh, we're not making runs. I don't I don't know what maybe the the whole team's just got out of the habit of um, giving those sort of crosses, you know, forward so he can make a bit of a run in there. That's the exact sort of thing you should, that you could do, but um, yeah, I mean, we saw at the end of the Fulham game when you um, subbed on there that I mean, he's, he's yeah, he's definitely got the pace and got the talent, but he made a couple of um, yeah blinders there, didn't he? Yeah, he missed missed a couple of really decent chances. That okay, fair enough, he made, but it's just yeah, the end product that he was lacking. Yeah, like and I say, he'll learn. He's young. He's got time. same again here. Well, got. Time's something that we don't really have much of, you know. We need people that can be effective now. We're in real dire fucking straits. And um, it says a lot about the team that um, he's our best attacking option. He's our best uh, best striker. I mean, Austin's just dead weight most of the time. Um, Long's a headless chicken. Um, Gambiadini... Um, Gambiadini's not consistent enough. He's in and out. He's, oh, he has the odd gem, you know, but... Um, it's just not enough, yeah. And Ings is injured. Um, yeah, that that that's it for us, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, so the game so, sort yeah, of like kicked into thing. gear in the final third of this game, didn't it? Um, uh, yeah. Uh, so that's our foul. the goal. Yeah, um, or was it? Wow, this is this has been quite split, hasn't it? I mean, from what I saw, right? Yes, he's handballed it. In the laws of the game, surely he's handballed it. He's put the ball across the goal, but he did. He kind of stumbled, didn't he, as he was doing it, and it just hits his hand. It was no way deliberate. So, yeah, it took a deflection off of Ndidi. Yeah. Um, so it's so not. What, what do you think? I think that's incredibly harsh. Incredibly harsh. It is harsh. Uh, yeah. Okay. Again, it does touch it, his if, hand. If Leicester had done that. You know, would it have been the same? Would you have been like, oh no, that shouldn't have counted? Um, I probably would have understood either way, you know, because there are arguments on both sides. I mean, technically, it touches his hand. That doesn't make it handball according to the laws of the game. I mean, if your if your arm's in a unnatural position, um, or you know, you deliberately move your hand towards the ball, um, then yeah, clearly that's mm-hmm. handball. This is the exact sort of thing that we were talking. Are some very subjective um, ideas in refereeing? Exactly. Like, yeah. Whether it's you know whether it's a foul or it's intentional, whether whether he was diving or you know, um, it's not going to take away all these things. And yeah, um, it went yeah, against this, us this time. This is it. This is my point last week. I'm saying you're still going to get these decisions wrong. I said the main problem that I've got with it is this: that it's, it's still subjective. And you said about you took up you brought up the point about um, time. They took an age with this. Oh God, yeah. Wait, how does it take so long? And it, but most people have problem with VR is the time. And you think if you're trying to, you know, 
develop it and you're trying to get people on side with this with this system you need to be a little bit quicker with that surely you can see you need to make your mind up when you've watched it once what when you've watched it back once then you need, then you know surely right yeah Va. yeah what is it good what for? is it good for hmm. Um, yeah, you could you could hear the as soon as like any you know I mean there's there's always shouts on there like the referee like oh you know handball or whatever like the whole crowd was shouting V A R V A R V A R that's what it's going to come to it's going to going to be every, every play like yeah. A, yeah it's going to be like the fucking Coliseum you know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> waiting for blood but um overall we were clearly the better side um even you know, at the end Capiadini yeah. at the bar didn't he um. Should have won the oh, game, probably. Much better than them. Um, went to penalties. Some good penalties there as well. Really impressed. Yeah. No, we had um, yeah, Davis, Hoiberg, and then Redmond. Yeah, yep. you're right. Okay. Yep. You, you know, they, they can take a penalty. I was starting to shit it when it got to the, our, our last man, um, Vestergaard. Oh, God, if yeah, someone's going to miss a penalty, it's going to be him. No, no. Yeah. And Cedric steps up. Oh, Jesus, for fuck's sake. No, it's not Cedric. No, 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 no. Right. Really good penalty. And then who missed? And then, yeah, well, he's just been brought on. Yeah, this is what I was thinking. Minute. You've been brought on to take a penalty. He's a striker. He's come on to take penalties, surely. And you, why is he taking the sixth penalty? Yeah, why, why put him on sixth? Like, you want to no, either agree. set the tempo or have, have him have the potential winner at the fifth one. But yeah, no, well, okay, whatever. Yeah. yeah, awful, awful penny. Oh, well, it doesn't matter. I mean, they're out of the cut. They've probably just saved themselves another embarrassing loss to City anyway. It's not a problem. Let's just move on with the Premier League survival. You know, I'm happy I'm happy for that to slide. We don't need an extra game just to get pumped 6-0 by um, City. It's just, it just doesn't matter. Um, man of the match for you? Uh, Redmond, yeah, he, he stood out for me from what I saw of him. Yeah, I, I have to go along with that. Brilliant. Um, uh, and speaking of Premier League survival, Man United game, um, Saturday evening. 2-2. Two, 2-0 two. Two up after 20 minutes. Points lost from a winning position. Yeah, another lead thrown away and a strong lead at that. Mm. But. So the first thing that stood out for me, again, um, on match day, getting reared up, having a look at the team sheet, and guess what? We're back to our three slash five at the back that we saw in pre-season. Mm-hmm. Um, few Not new just names. Pre-season, we've seen it quite a few times at the start of the season when he was tinkering a bit, He's... didn't we? But well, yeah, I mean, no Wesley who? No who? He's he's been listening to this podcast and and many others. Yeah, um, looks like it. Yeah, what happened? I mean, um, he's jilted his lover, Wesley mm. uh, <laughs> And yeah, we've got Vestergaard, Yoshi with a bit of experience, um, Jackie Stevens back in there, and uh, yeah, Jan Valerie. Um, Premier League debut for Valerie, yeah. Yeah, Bertrand suspended. He, no, Bertrand's injured. He looks all right. Yeah, no, Bertrand had a back injury. He was suspended against um, Fulham, but he had a... Problem with his back, so he was injured, um, and Ings was injured also. Um, but yeah, so they they moved Cedric to the left back, and Valerie went to the right, his natural position. 
Yeah, I guess that does increase a little bit of competition as well, because that means Cedric's dispensable, and we could stick Target or Bertrand in that position. True, yeah, that is good. We've got some competition now, and he really needs to step his game up. I say he step his game up. I mean, what a goal he scored! Fuck me, what a what a free kick! Ronaldo um, very, would have been jealous good. of that. Yeah, yeah, he can do it. Um, and again, another goal from Stuart Armstrong as well. The first one finds himself with acres of space. A lovely strike. He hits the ball so well. It was clean as really, a whistle. Really, really sweet. Yeah. Yeah, very, very good. Um, and Cedric goal again, very good. What, where, well, you know, what? What was the turning point in this game? Because apart from the, um, you know, the first couple of minutes when McCarthy had that little miss hit. Um, oh God, yeah, that was that was that was really broken. Apart from that, it was all Saints. Like the first twenty minutes of that game. Twenty, even twenty-five minutes. I think yeah. we, we seemed confident. And um, but where did it go wrong? I don't know. I, I, I'm, 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 I was looking here. I was waiting. You know, like okay, we're two 0 up. Like. Yeah, we, we can't go 3 0 up. That, that's not practical. So, yeah, we, we're going to throw away the lead. Um, how soon is it going to come? Pretty much straight away is the answer. Um, yeah. But, yeah, what yeah what happened? I mean, I don't know. It's just that they can't sit and defend it. Because um, I guess, I, yeah, you're 2 0 up. You've got to, you, you know, you can't, you've got to stop, you know, attacking and start trying to shore up the defence. And that's where it all falls flat. I can sum it up in one word where it went wrong Rashford. He was really poor at the beginning. But he changed that game. But, yeah, I don't know. He just sort of lifted his head up. I think when he, yeah, when he had the ball, he did something that, you know, Man United and Saints have not been doing enough of this season, apart from Redmond, maybe. Running with it. Just running at a poor defence. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, Yoshida and Vestergaard were to blame. Um, it's just that—that that is it. It's just defensive woes. Just, just allowed United back into the game again. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So as soon as uh, the, the, that, so that second goal, I mean, the, he Rashford's surrounded, but he just, just runs. Yeah, Vestergaard's too weak. I mean, the size of the guy—he needs to be stronger there. But Vestergaard's just—it's just, like he's too afraid to to make a tackle. Yeah, I mean, I mean he's and he's so slow that I mean I often saw him just just hanging back and um, and keeping everyone on side. Um, just I suppose because he can't get to the yeah. um, into the area. It's <laughs> a bit enough, of a worry. So. It's a bit of a worry. From what I'm seeing, right, it's like the nerves are kicking in whilst they're in the lead. It's just they they don't. They, I think even Cedric was saying said after the you know after the Fulham game that he believed that Saints were going to throw it away. This is coming from a player. You know, you don't well, want to hear that. Um, they don't believe they can hold on to it. They know that they, they, there is no belief there. There's nerves. They're kicking in. And that's 12 points they've dropped from the lead now. Um, but then they're getting the performances. or they've got, they've got the performance, but they're not getting the result that they need. So, you know, I don't know. It, to me, it just seems like, the, you know, the front, the front well, the, from the midfield up... They're given everything they've got, especially in this game. I mean, we saw a lot of decent performances from Redmond, from Lamina. He put himself about everywhere. Mm. Um, but defensively, they are not standing up to the job. It's like they've got a Premier League midfield strike and then championship defence. Yeah, I mean, a, a few things to put to you. Um, Cedric, do you think he looks a lot better in, in his wing-back role than... Um as part of a defensive four. 
Absolutely. Because he was getting up really, really Absolutely, high. Absolutely, yeah. He's got more freedom now that he's got the um, uh, Vestergaard, Yoshida, and Stevens there. You know, three natural centre backs. He he feels he can get forward. Because I think one some of the problems that he's had this season um, has been his positioning. If you noticed from corners and stuff like that, he doesn't know where he's supposed to be. So I'm guessing he likes to bomb forward a lot more. And now he's got that freedom. If he's got three at the back there, three natural centre backs, he can bomb it up the up the line and it, it, he's more effective and i guess ryan at this time he was playing over on the left as well wasn't he so that was something different for him yeah and didn't seem too out of place and jan valerie um yeah first premier league start for him um he looked decent enough and he was really hungry for the ball when we we're very up good there. very mm. very good yeah um eight bookings in this game as well four from from each for each team it was getting a bit dirty towards the end. But the thing it? is, it didn't. It didn't have a feel of a dirty game. I didn't think. Well, I'm, I'm, I'd rather it was. It was that way. I'm, I, I must say, uh, yeah, we did throw away a two 0 lead, but we we hold on, held on in 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 some way. You we know, hold on. Wow. <laughs> well, do you not think? I mean, we. I thought we still looked hungry in the second half. Uh, um, they were still still scrapping for the balls, trying to trying to. Um, Set up uh, if I'm honest, I think they no. I, I think United bossed the possession in the second half. Okay, United never really tested um, McCarthy, but I don't think United were going to lose that game in the second half. It was just all. Oh, it was just going to be about them winning it. But they found a way to suppress. Um, mm. Yeah, Rashford and her Pogba was just useless. Pogba was awful. He was absolutely yeah, was awful. Terrible. He just kept giving the ball away a lot, and United were struggling. Um, that that was a head scratcher. The, the the lineup that they had, like playing Phil Jones, has hardly had any football this yeah, season. It's even been and then you play season. two midfielders at centre back, Matic and McTominay. Is there really nobody else to to go there? No, it was Eric Bailly, but he doesn't like him. I think Lindelof was was injured, um, and mm. Chris Smalling was was unavailable. But yeah, it's like they're just putting midfielders in the centre back position. I think they used to do that a lot with Michael Carrick, but. McTominay's no Michael Carrick. No, what, what was he doing in the wall for that um, free kick? Oh, I think he was he was Colin Kaepernick down low thing. just to stop the low one because a lot of walls jump, don't they, to try and stop, and then most people just drive it low and uh, go under the wall. So he's just there as a as a block, assuming he, that the ball goes that way. But yeah, I thought he was Colin Kaepernick. You know, like um, I was expecting the <laughs> U.S. national anthem to, <laughs> to start blowing <right> now. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, like I said, good performance, not a great result, still awaiting that first home win of the season. Um, this might be a tricky one actually, um, man of the match for you? Um, it is a tough one, um, because I think there's a lot of candidates. Exactly. Um, okay, none, none of them in defence, um, although Valerie gets a neutral mark from me. Um, God, yeah, Redmond and Armstrong... Pretty strong performances there, but I think it will have to go to Lamina. He was yeah. just everywhere. Absolutely. I've got I've got Redmond and Lamina written down. I thought Lamina, he got a really good um, uh, standing ovation when he went off um, when he got substituted as well. Lamina, he was yeah he was everywhere. But you know, I'm going to give my man of the match to Valerie. I just simply because it's his Premier League debut. He's playing against Man United. You're like these are giants. Mm. He looked settled straight away. He looked established. He wasn't phased by it. 
mentally he was switched on all the way through the game. And I think for that reason, he deserves it. I think he was brilliant. And I, I, like I said earlier, Cedric's got some competition over there now. So I think Valerie, Valerie's going to be a good player. I'm excited. Anyway, we remain in the bottom three, 18th. It's still nine points, isn't it? Yeah. Um, well, better than eight. That, that is true. It is definitely better than eight. So we're going to go to on, on to next week. Yes. Next week. Um, Saints have a daunting task of a trip to Wembley against Spurs. Um, it's Wednesday the 5th. Um, it's an 8pm kickoff. Um, and then, you know... Another late. Yeah, the um, the crucial six-pointer as we head up the M4 to the Cardiff City Stadium. Crucial one as well. Um, we'll start with Spurs. Um, 30 points, fourth in the league, I believe. Well, I know they played Arsenal today. Did you see the score? They lost, didn't they? Yeah, it was a crazy game, that was. It was um, 1-0 Arsenal, 2-1 Spurs, 4-2 Arsenal. That's pretty emphatic. Yeah. Um, they're, 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 they're up there, aren't they? They're still going to be like three-one winners against Chelsea last week, I think, wasn't it? Last week, yeah. Genuine title challenges? No. No. No, it's, it's a two-horse race now, isn't it? It was three. But... Mm, no, I still think it's three. I think they're going to face. What you think? Um, City, Liverpool, and Spurs. City, Liverpool, and Chelsea, mate. Hmm. Not after their game against Spurs. You have those, though, don't you? You're allowed them. <laughs> Not if your competition's Man City and Liverpool. Mm. Yeah, I, I still think Man City are um, you know, miles ahead of... Not miles ahead, but Liverpool will close the gap. It's not going to be a 19-point title win as it was last year, but it, it is City's. I've said it at the start. I said it on our preview. City's, City are going to win this league. Um, they don't look like they're slowing down. But Spurs' main goal... It's probably Champions League qualification, right? That was what Mauricio set out to do at the start of the season. I mean, he doesn't believe that they can win the league, surely. He just wants to keep them grounded and just right. keep them in that top four. Well, I think they're going to face a lot of competition for that. Right? Well, they're not going to get it from Man United, that's for sure. No, but I mean, still, you've got um, five incredibly strong teams uh, battling for four places. Someone's got to lose out. Is it going to be Arsenal? Is it going to be Spurs? Chelsea? Yep, you're right. Someone's got to lose out. Um, predictions on this one? You go first. Um, oh, God, see, I've got the squad in front of me and this sending ship is down my spine. Um, yeah, <laughs> we're not going to win at Wembley, I'm sorry, but, um, 2-0? Uh, 2-0. Uh, okay. Yeah. Fair enough. I'll write that down. Okay, I'm um, going to go, I'm going to go 3-1 Spurs. 3-1? Okay. I'll have a penalty. Uh, do you see Gabby coming off the bench or do you think he's going to start? No, Gabby will start. I think you start. I think I think he's got to play his strongest team and just go for it. So I would affirm he's not our strongest striker. Then why did we start him against United? Team? He just he needs the experience, doesn't he? I would affirm he can play. I don't see why he can't. I don't know about Ings yet. Uh, Ings might not be ready. That's true. I mean, I, I thought he was going to be out for another week or two at least. Yeah, we don't know. I mean, no Long's not not going to be there, so it's only going to be a toss up between um, Austin and Obafemi, and Austin hasn't really done enough to. Warrant a start. Obafemi has. So, Cardiff. That's a big one. My worry with Cardiff, though, is that 
you know, they are starting to battle like mad down there. Yeah, I mean, they've won, what, three in their last six? Yeah. Um, 2 1 winners at Brighton last month. I think they had a narrow defeat at Goodison. Mm. And then they went and swept Wolves aside on Friday night. So, for a team that's favourite to go down, they've won their last two home games. And that's something that we failed to do all season. So, you know, but, it, it does it does worry you. And then you, I also think about what happened with Fulham as well. When you've got those teams that are just scrapping for everything, it's, they're dangerous. Yeah, definitely. I mean, there's there's no whipping boys this season, it turns out. I mean, we're expecting them to be Cardiff. Uh, but, no, um, they're putting some credible performances in, aren't they? They're... Um, they're doing it. Yeah, they're out of the relegation zone now as well. So yeah, um, I think Burnley have slipped down now, haven't they? Yeah. So yeah, it's not going to be an easy match. Um, no. I'll ask you for your prediction first. Yeah. So I was humming an iron over this. I think it kind of depends on. Well, it, it, if we can put in a decent performance against Spurs, you know, because the conf- I'm assuming the confidence is going to be high from the United game. If they can go and do a similar sort of thing against them, Oberfemi and Valerie get the start, confidence is high again, then yes, they're going to go to Cardiff and they're going to turn them over 2-1. 2-1? Yes. Ooh, okay. Uh, I, I don't think they're going to score. I, I don't know why, because our defence... Oh, you don't think Cardiff are going to score? Okay. Yeah, um, I don't think our defence needs much invitation, but um, right, let's stay positive. Um, one nil, one nil, one nil. Thanks. Away win. I was tossing up between one nil or nil nil. Mm, okay, one okay. one nil, one nil, one nil. So we've gone for a win. Okay, fine, fair enough. Um, um we're going to check in with our predictions now. Um, last week against Leicester, I said one nil to Leicester. You said one one. Of course, it was a draw. I'm not taking penalties into account. I'm just doing it after extra time. So you get two points for that, as it was nil-nil. So that moved the scores to 25 apiece. Mm. So you pulled it back. Um, And then the Man United game. I said 1-0 to Saints. Um, And then you said 1-1. So, again, two points for you. So you've moved ahead now. So 27-25 to you. Oh, great. Hmm. Well done. Oh. Yeah. Um, fantasy football? Um, yeah, there, there has been some football going on. Um, last match has just finished. Um, um, Liverpool. Um, yeah, it, it looks like our top scorer for this week is uh, Craig Harris's Harris San Germain uh, on 50 points. Although, no, uh, after the Liverpool match, um, oh. Cedric Kipre Legends has got... Uh, 51 points and uh, John Bailey's Deportiva Handlebar has got 56 wow some points this week yeah um, much bigger bigger points here um, mm. and we've got um, Patrick Shea uh, who's changed his name from uh, from Sparky Please Leave to in Sparky We Trust uh, <laughs> and back oh. again uh, so yeah, now it's Sparky. Please leave. Um, <laughs> he's got fifty-three points. So yeah, some 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 big hitters this week. Um, goal of the month, player of the month. 
Oh yes, uh, so yeah, we, our, our Twitter poll went up this month. A little bit more choice this time. <laughs> Please. Uh, yeah. From. Do you know what? Month... I actually before you before you announce, I don't actually know the result of this. So. Ah well, um, one of them's literally just being finalised um, about five minutes ago. So. Um, well, okay. So yeah, not month of the goal, but uh, goal of the month this time. Um, any guesses as to who the winner is? I'm gonna go with Armstrong's second against Fulham. Yeah, Armstrong's absolute screamer in the 53rd minute Good against job. Fulham gets 87% of the, the vote. Wow, it uh, makes you wonder, like, what are the others thinking? Were they? Were the other ones going towards um, Armstrong also? Yeah, Armstrong's first goal, which okay, is a so pretty, you could pretty have been, strong one. It could have been confused with which one was the the best one. Quite possibly, or just you know, I feel that he should get credit for the first goal because um, I. Or maybe I just like my stretch Armstrong gag. Oh, yeah, <laughs> of course it was that. Um, and Sun Twat voted for Gabardine against Watford, but yeah. Um, <laughs> Sun Twat. <laughs> so, yeah, if you're listening out there, yeah, sorry, but um, you're, but you're wrong. wrong. Yeah, you're wrong. It's, <laughs> it's not even an, it's not even opinion. It's fact. It was the second yeah, one. Yeah. That was just. Um, yeah, I, don't, I haven't seen the game. I guess we'll see tonight the um, a match of the day goal of the month. Yes, yeah. he'll be up there for sure. Should be number one. Yeah, Stuart Armstrong mopped the floor. He takes our Ooh. player of the month as okay. well. Thirty-six percent just uh, edged out our new captain Pierre Emil Hoiberg. Right. Um, anything else you want to add? Well. Um, We've got a couple of debutants, and they're without in that number chance. Oh, so... Jesus. <laughs> you knew it was coming, surely. All right. Well, I guess we're not going to see any new signings in, in, in the January transfer window, so are we here? So um, we could maybe eat these out over a couple of weeks. But um, who do you want to tackle first? Who do you think deserves a chance? Uh, Valerie or Abraf- um Go for that then, and then um, over Femi. That's going to be a tricky one, isn't it? Hmm. Okay. All right, well, thought. Yeah. All right. Is there anything else that you would like to add, unchant related? Um. Just yeah. Follow us on Twitter. Uh, like our page on Facebook. Um. Send us an email if you've got any questions. Um. You can do that on Twitter. Uh. We're at number podcast or send an email to in that number podcast at gmail.com brilliant and in another, yeah other than that just up the saints up the saints sports social podcast network okay round two name something that's not boring a laundry oh a book club computer solitaire huh ah oh, sorry we were looking for chumba casino that's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, only by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.